Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. You need to see yourself as a steward, not an owner of the money that you have. Once you understand that it isn't your money, it's His money, and then He just blesses us and our finances improved. God really blessed our finances. You can trust God with your money. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Monday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Again this week, I'm continuing my teaching on financial stewardship. So this is the beginning of my second week. The first week of teaching on this, all I was doing basically was trying to set the stage for everything else I'm going to teach. And I was talking about a heart attitude that you don't need to be seeking money. You need to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and then money is actually a byproduct. Man, I wish I had better words to say this. I've got a revelation in my heart that I haven't ever been able to fully verbalize, but really, money is, is never the issue. And I know that some of the things I'm saying right here just... Uh, sound like you're crazy. You can't say this, but money isn't the issue. If you don't have money, it's not that you have a lack of money. It's that you have a heart issue. Let me just use this one verse uh, to try and make this point. Over in 2 Corinthians, it says, Now he that ministers seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. There's a lot of things in that verse, but I just want to focus on this one thing. God gives seed to the sower. Now, this isn't talking about physical seed. It's using seed as an example of money, that, you know, you sow your seed and stuff. And this is saying that God gives money to sowers, people who will give. He doesn't give money to just takers. Now, He loves everyone, and whether a person has the right heart or not, God will meet their need, and He wants to prosper them. But when you start seeing people who are really prosperous, it's because they're sowers, not just takers, not just eaters. Now, God knows. It goes on to say right here, it says He ministers seed to the sower and bread for your food. God knows that people who want finances so that they can give and be a blessing, they also have needs. And so God will give seed to the sower and bread for your food. So in other words, He will take care of your needs, but your needs are taken care of as a byproduct. That is never the goal. The goal is that you want to be a sower. You want to be a giver. I believe that I'm accurate. I could say it this way, that if you are short of seed, God doesn't see you as a sower. He sees you as a taker. Now, He loves you, and He'll meet you where your faith is, and He will help you to the degree that you will allow Him. But if you are short of finances, it's not your job's fault. It's not the economy's fault. It's a heart fault. If you are a sower, God will give seed to the sower. Man, those are some awesome, awesome statements that I made right there. And I know that there's some people that may be upset and think, well, so you're saying there's something wrong with my heart's reason I'm not prospering. Yep, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that when your heart gets right with God, if God can get it through you, He will get it to you. And this is what I spent all last week trying to establish in this teaching on financial stewardship. 
THAT IT'S A MATTER OF BEING A STEWARD, NOT LOOKING AT MONEY AS MINE, THAT YOU AREN'T THE SOURCE. IT'S NOT YOUR RESPONSIBILITY. GOD IS THE ONE WHO WILL PROVIDE EVERYTHING IF YOU WILL GET YOUR HEART RIGHT, IF YOU WILL SEEK FIRST THE KINGDOM OF GOD, IF YOU WILL LABOR AND WORK WITH YOUR HANDS THE THING THAT IS GOOD THAT YOU CAN HAVE TO GIVE TO HIM THAT NEEDS. EPHESIANS CHAPTER 4, VERSE 28. THE REASON YOU WORK IS SO THAT YOU CAN GIVE. RIGHT THERE IN 2 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 9, VERSE 8, I'VE USED THIS VERSE LAST WEEK. IT SAYS, GOD IS ABLE TO MAKE ALL GRACE ABOUND TOWARDS YOU THAT YOU ALWAYS, HAVING ALL SUFFICIENCY IN ALL THINGS, MAY ABOUND UNTO EVERY GOOD WORK. THE ULTIMATE GOAL OF GOD MEETING YOUR NEEDS IS SO THAT YOU CAN HELP MEET THE NEEDS OF OTHERS, EITHER PHYSICALLY, uh, EMOTIONALLY, BUT uh, SPREAD THE GOSPEL AND DO THINGS LIKE THAT. BUT GOD PROSPERS YOU SO THAT YOU CAN BE A BLESSING. HE TOLD ABRAHAM, I WILL BLESS YOU AND MAKE YOUR NAME GREAT AND YOU SHALL BE A BLESSING. THE PURPOSE OF PROSPERITY ISN'T TO HAVE MORE STUFF, BUT TO BE A BIGGER BLESSING. SO THAT'S WHAT I DEALT WITH ALL LAST WEEK. LET ME USE THESE VERSES IN LUKE CHAPTER 16. I READ TWO OF THESE VERSES uh, A WEEK AGO ON MY PROGRAM, BUT I WANT TO JUST LOOK AT THIS CLOSER. IN LUKE CHAPTER 16, VERSES 1 THROUGH 8, JESUS GIVES A PARABLE ABOUT A MAN WHO IS A STEWARD. A STEWARD IS A PERSON WHO MANAGES THE AFFAIRS, ESPECIALLY THE FINANCIAL AFFAIRS OF ANOTHER PERSON. IT'S NOT YOUR OWN MONEY. YOU ARE MANAGING, YOU ARE TAKING CARE OF THINGS FOR SOMEONE ELSE. SO HE GIVES HIS PARABLE ABOUT THIS UNJUST STEWARD WHO IS TAKING MONEY FROM HIS MASTER, AND I'M GOING TO COME BACK AND TEACH ON THAT, BUT LET ME JUST DROP DOWN TO uh, VERSE 10. AND IN VERSE 9, HE GAVE THE INTERPRETATION OF THE PARABLE AND AN APPLICATION. AND THEN IN VERSE 10, JESUS WAS SPEAKING, AND HE SAID, HE THAT IS FAITHFUL IN THAT WHICH IS LEAST IS FAITHFUL ALSO IN MUCH, AND HE THAT IS UNJUST IN THE LEAST IS UNJUST ALSO IN MUCH. NOW THAT IS A RADICAL STATEMENT. AND YOU KNOW, THIS PASSAGE OF SCRIPTURE IS PRIMARILY TAKEN AND APPLIED TO OTHER THINGS. AND I'M NOT SAYING THAT IT'S WRONG TO APPLY THIS TO OTHER AREAS, SUCH AS IN OUR BIBLE SCHOOL, WE TEACH PEOPLE, YOU KNOW, THERE'S PEOPLE THAT WANT TO COME TO OUR BIBLE SCHOOL AND BECOME A MINISTER, AND THEY HAVE A VISION OF PASTORING A THOUSAND-MEMBER, FIVE-THOUSAND-MEMBER CHURCH OR WHATEVER. AND ONE OF THE THINGS WE TEACH THEM IS BASICALLY THIS PRINCIPLE, THAT IF YOU AREN'T FAITHFUL IN A LITTLE, YOU WON'T BE FAITHFUL OVER A LOT. IF YOU CAN'T BE FAITHFUL TO TEACH A BIBLE STUDY OR TO WORK IN A CHURCH, YOU KNOW, IN SOMEBODY ELSE'S VISION AND HELP SERVE THEIR VISION, IF YOU WON'T WORK IN THE NURSERY OR DEAL WITH THE YOUTH, AND IF YOU WON'T DO THAT WHICH IS LEAST, THEN GOD IS NOT GOING TO PROMOTE YOU TO THIS PLACE WHERE YOU'RE PASTORING 5,000, 10,000 PEOPLE. YOU HAVE TO START AT THE BOTTOM RUNG OF A LADDER. YOU DON'T JUMP FROM THE GROUND ALL THE WAY TO THE TOP OF THE LADDER. YOU HAVE TO START THERE AND, AND WORK YOUR WAY UP. AND SO WE TEACH THINGS LIKE THAT, AND THAT IS NOT... IT'S NOT A WRONG PRINCIPLE. IT'S A TRUE PRINCIPLE, BUT IN CONTEXT. YOU KNOW WHAT JESUS WAS TALKING ABOUT? HE HAD JUST GIVEN THIS PARABLE ABOUT THE MAN WHO WAS STEALING MONEY FROM HIS MASTER, AND HE WAS TALKING ABOUT MONEY. HE WAS TALKING ABOUT STEWARDING MONEY, AND HE SAID, HE THAT IS FAITHFUL IN THAT WHICH IS LEAST IS FAITHFUL ALSO IN MUCH, AND HE THAT IS UNJUST IN THE LEAST IS UNJUST ALSO IN MUCH. IN CONTEXT, WHAT HE'S TALKING ABOUT IS MONEY. MONEY, TRUSTING GOD IN THE AREA OF FINANCES IS THE LEAST USE OF YOUR FAITH. THE LEAST. THAT'S A RADICAL STATEMENT. I WOULD SAY THAT THE AVERAGE CHRISTIAN BELIEVES THAT, NO, THIS IS FOR THE SUPER SAINT. 
This is for the person who wants to get a doctorate degree in Christianity. This is for the person who's a stark, raving, mad fanatic. But for just every Joe Blow, Jane Doe Christian, you know, don't talk to them about finances. You know, you need to deal with basic stuff. I actually had a man, this has been many years ago when I was only on radio, but he heard me on KLT radio up in Brighton, Colorado, and I was teaching on prosperity. This had been probably 30 years ago or more, 35 years ago. And I was teaching on finances and the man was so livid. He wrote a letter to the station and then the station sent it on to me. And basically he was so mad saying, I can't believe you are wasting airtime talking about money and talking about trusting God in the area of money. He says, that's for the mature Christians. You need to use your time for that, you know, for things that are more important. Tell people how to get born again. Tell them how to do these basic things. And he was so mad, he threatened to sue me. I don't know how he figured he could sue me over teaching on prosperity, but nonetheless, he threatened to sue me. And, you know, I wrote him a letter back and I said, you know what? I, I agree with you that money and trusting God in the area of money is probably one of the least important things. But I disagreed with his conclusion that because it's the least that you don't talk about it. You just talk about getting saved or, or, you know, healed or something really important like that. Jesus is saying, if you can't do that which is least, you can't do that which is greatest. So instead of this man's attitude that you shouldn't be talking about the, you know, trusting God, that's one of the least uses of your faith. If you can't trust God in the area of finances, what makes you think you can trust God in the area of healing? or in the area of your family being set free, or getting over depression, or how you deal with all of the stress and the hurts and the pains that come against you. If you can't do that which is least, you can't do that which is greatest. You know, if I can't lift five pounds, then I can't lift a hundred pounds. If I can't jump five feet, well, then I certainly can't jump 50 feet. If you could see that I couldn't do that which is least, if I couldn't jump five feet, you ought to put all the money you got on the bet that I can't jump 50 feet. If you can't do that which is least, you can't do that which is greatest. That's what Jesus is saying. And again, we apply this towards you have to start working for somebody else, be an apprentice, you work your way up, you grow, you increase and stuff. And we make an application to all of these other areas that may be a truth But in context, he's talking about money. If you can't exert your faith and trust God for finances, then I believe you're deceiving yourself to believe that you can trust God in these other areas. You know, trusting God for your healing is infinitely more important than money. There's people that have millions, billions of dollars, and yet they've got some sickness and they can't buy their way into health. You could take the best health care, you could do everything, but there's some things that they just can't deal with. And there are rich people that die all of the time because you can't buy healing. So in that sense, healing health is much more important than just trusting God in money. But if you aren't trusting him in finances, why do you deceive yourself into thinking that, that you're trusting God with your cancer? You can't trust the promise It says, if you give, it'll be given back unto you that God will give seed to the sower, that he makes all grace abound towards you so that you can abound unto every good work. You can't trust any of those scriptures. 
BUT YOU'RE GOING TO STAND ON THE ONE THAT BY HIS STRIPES YOU'RE HEALED, AND YOU THINK THAT YOUR FAITH WILL DO THAT. THAT'S LIKE A MAN SAYING, I CAN'T LIFT FIVE POUNDS, BUT I CAN LIFT A HUNDRED POUNDS. DOESN'T WORK THAT WAY. IF YOU CAN'T DO THAT WHICH IS LEAST, YOU CAN'T DO THAT WHICH IS GREATEST. I HOPE THAT WHAT I'M DOING RIGHT HERE IS SHOWING YOU THAT TRUSTING GOD IN THIS AREA OF FINANCES, JESUS SAID IT'S THE LEAST, BUT THAT'S WHERE YOU HAVE TO START. YOU CAN'T SKIP THIS STEP. IT'S IMPORTANT. I ACTUALLY MINISTERED IN Yucaipa, CALIFORNIA, AND I DON'T REMEMBER THE EXACT TIMING OF THIS, BUT IT WAS PROBABLY BACK IN THE 1900s, 1990-SOMETHING. AND I MINISTERED ON THIS EXACT PASSAGE OF SCRIPTURE. I USED THE FIRST PART OF THIS 16TH CHAPTER AND TAUGHT ABOUT THIS MAN WHO IS AN UNJUST STEWARD. AND I WAS MINISTERING ON STEWARDSHIP. AND ANYWAY, IT WAS POWERFUL. I MEAN, PEOPLE WERE GETTING IT. GOD TOUCHED THEM. AND, YOU KNOW, THE BIBLE SAYS FAITH WITHOUT WORKS IS DEAD. AND SO I THINK IT'S WRONG FOR ME TO TEACH ON SOMETHING LIKE YOU NEED TO GIVE AND YOU NEED TO START TRUSTING GOD IN THIS AREA OF FINANCES AND PROVE IT BY GIVING. I WOULD BE UNJUST, WRONG TO TEACH ON THAT AND THEN NOT GIVE PEOPLE AN OPPORTUNITY TO ACT ON WHAT THEY'VE HEARD. SO AFTER I GOT THROUGH TEACHING, I TOOK UP AN OFFERING. AND TO KEEP ANYBODY FROM THINKING THAT I JUST TAUGHT ON FINANCES SO THAT I'D GET A BIG OFFERING, I GAVE THE OFFERING TO THE CHURCH. I DIDN'T TAKE IT. I DIDN'T GET A PENNY OF IT. I DIDN'T GET ANYTHING FOR GOING TO THAT CHURCH. AND SO I GAVE THE OFFERING TO THE CHURCH. AND AS THEY WERE PASSING THE BUCKET, THEY WERE SINGING A SONG, AND I WAS SITTING THERE ON THE FRONT ROW, AND I WAS GOING TO COME UP AND MINISTER AND PRAY FOR PEOPLE AFTER THIS. AND AS I WAS SITTING THERE, THE LORD JUST SPOKE TO ME, AND HE SAYS, WATCH WHAT HAPPENS. NOW THAT PEOPLE HAVE STARTED TRUSTING ME IN THIS AREA. IT'S LIKE IT OPENS UP A FLOODGATE. IT BREAKS THE DAM. AND HE SAYS, WATCH WHAT HAPPENS. AND I GOT UP, AND I JUST STARTED uh, PRAYING FOR PEOPLE, AND WE SAW TWO DEAF PEOPLE. IT WAS EITHER DEAFNESS OR BLINDNESS. I THINK IT WAS DEAFNESS, BUT THEY WERE TOTALLY DEAF, AND THEY CAME UP AND BOOM, JUST LIKE THAT. THEIR EARS WERE INSTANTLY OPEN. AND THEN PEOPLE THAT HAD ARTHRITIS AND COULDN'T MOVE, PEOPLE WERE COMING OUT A WHEELCHAIR, AND WE STARTED SEEING MIRACLE AFTER MIRACLE AFTER MIRACLE HAPPEN. THERE WERE SO MANY MIRACLES HAPPENING THAT WE ACTUALLY HAD SOME PEOPLE RUN TO THE FRONT AND ASK IF THEY COULD BE BORN AGAIN. I DIDN'T EVEN GIVE AN INVITATION FOR THAT, BUT THEY JUST WANTED TO SERVE THE GOD THAT THEY WERE SEEING THAT WAS HEALING PEOPLE. AND ALL OF THIS HAPPENED THROUGH PEOPLE BEGINNING TO EXERT THEIR FAITH AND TRUST GOD IN THIS AREA OF FINANCES. I'M TELLING YOU, MOST CHRISTIANS LOOK AT FINANCES AS BEING UNIMPORTANT. I'M NOT SAYING IT'S THE MOST IMPORTANT. JESUS SAID IT WAS THE LEAST, BUT IT'S WHERE YOU HAVE TO START. IF YOU CAN'T DO THAT WHICH IS LEAST, YOU CAN'T DO THAT WHICH IS GREATEST. AND THERE'S SOME OF YOU WATCHING THIS PROGRAM RIGHT NOW THAT YOU'RE TRYING TO BELIEVE GOD FOR A HEALING OF YOUR BODY. YOU'RE TRYING TO BELIEVE GOD FOR YOUR SPOUSE TO BE SAVED. YOU'RE BELIEVING GOD FOR YOUR CHILDREN TO COME AROUND AND SERVE THE LORD. YOU'RE BELIEVING GOD FOR, YOU KNOW, WHATEVER, A MINISTRY OR JUST ALL KINDS OF THINGS. AND YET YOU HAVEN'T TRUSTED HIM IN THIS AREA OF FINANCES. IT'S NOT THAT BY GIVING YOU PURCHASE YOUR HEALING OR PURCHASE WHATEVER IT IS THAT YOU'RE WANTING. THAT'S NOT WHAT I'M SAYING. YOU CAN'T BUY THE BLESSING OF GOD, BUT IT'S BY FAITH THAT YOU APPROPRIATE EVERYTHING. AND IF YOUR FAITH CAN'T DO THAT WHICH IS LEAST, THEN IT CAN'T DO THAT WHICH IS GREATEST. YOU HAVE TO START EXERCISING YOUR FAITH. YOU HAVE TO BUILD YOUR FAITH. I CAN SAY THIS, THAT I'VE MINISTERED NOW FOR uh, 53 YEARS, AND I HAVE SEEN A LOT OF MIRACLES, AND I'VE SEEN A LOT OF PEOPLE AS I'VE TRAVELED AROUND THE WORLD. AND, 
YOU KNOW, I GO TO PLACES THE SAME PLACE EVERY YEAR. AND I'VE, I've MET MANY PEOPLE THAT LOOK GOOD ON THE SURFACE. THEY WERE EXCITED. MAN, THEY WERE PRAISING GOD. THEY COULD SHOUT AND RUN WITH THE BEST OF THEM. BUT THEN THE NEXT YEAR WHEN I GO BACK, THEY AREN'T TO BE FOUND. SOMETHING HAPPENED. THEY GOT OFFENDED. SOMETHING DIDN'T WORK. AND THEY AREN'T SEEKING THE LORD. AND THEN I'VE GOT OTHER PEOPLE THAT I'VE KNOWN THAT THEY'VE HAD A MATE DIE. THEY'VE HAD FINANCIAL CRISIS. THEY'VE, they've HAD SOMETHING HAPPEN THAT'S TRAUMATIC, AND YET THOSE PEOPLE ARE STEADY. YOU CAN JUST COUNT ON THEM THAT THEY ARE GOING TO BE THERE. YOU KNOW THAT UNLESS THEY DIE OR SOMETHING, THEY ARE GOING TO BE THERE. THEY ARE STILL GOING TO BE SERVING THE LORD IN THE NEXT YEAR. NOW, SEE, I WOULD CONSIDER THOSE PEOPLE MATURE CHRISTIANS, PEOPLE THAT YOU CAN COUNT ON, PEOPLE THAT REGARDLESS OF WHAT THE WORLD THROWS AT THEM, REGARDLESS OF WHAT STORM THEY FACE, THEY'RE GOING TO BE ABLE TO WEATHER THE STORM. THAT'S ONE OF THE WAYS THAT I WOULD uh, QUANTIFY A MATURE CHRISTIAN. BUT ON THE OTHER HAND, THESE PEOPLE THAT ARE EXCITED AND THEY MAY JUMP AND SHOUT AND SCREAM HIGHER THAN ANYBODY ELSE, BUT YOU DON'T KNOW FOR SURE WHETHER THEY HAVE THE DEPTH AND THE MATURITY TO BE ABLE TO LAST. ONE OF THE COMMON THINGS THAT I SEE AMONG THESE PEOPLE, THE PEOPLE THAT I COUNT STABLE, THAT I DEPEND ON, EVERY ONE OF THEM ARE PEOPLE THAT HAVE EXERCISED THEIR FAITH TO TRUST GOD IN THIS AREA OF GIVING. THEY TITHE AND THEY GIVE ABOVE A TITHE AND THEY GIVE OFFERINGS. EVERY SINGLE ONE OF THOSE PEOPLE THAT ARE MATURE AND STABLE HAVE THAT AS A CHARACTER TRAIT. AND ALL OF THE PEOPLE OVER HERE THAT THEY MAY BE GOOD PEOPLE AND THEY MAY BE EXCITED AND AND YOU LOVE THEM, BUT YOU AREN'T, YOU CAN'T PUT ANY CONFIDENCE IN THEM. THEY DON'T HAVE MATURITY AND DEPTH, NEARLY WITHOUT EXCEPTION. THEY ONLY GIVE WHEN IT'S CONVENIENT. THEY ONLY GIVE WHEN THEY HAVE EXTRA. SO I BELIEVE THAT I AM CORRECT IN MAKING THIS, uh, YOU KNOW, DEDUCTING THIS FROM THAT, THAT TRUSTING GOD IN THE AREA OF FINANCES IS AN ABSOLUTE ESSENTIAL FOR MATURITY, GROWTH IN THE CHRISTIAN LIFE. PEOPLE WHO ONLY GIVE WHEN THEY CAN, WHEN IT'S CONVENIENT, BUT THEY AREN'T COMMITTED TO IT. THEY HAVEN'T DRAWN A LINE IN THE SAND AND SAY, I WILL NEVER CHANGE FROM THIS. I AM GOING TO GIVE. PEOPLE THAT HAVEN'T MADE THAT DECISION, YOU CAN'T COUNT ON THEM. AND I BELIEVE THAT YOU CAN DECIDE FROM THAT THAT MATURITY IS TO A LARGE DEGREE uh, DETERMINED BY THE WAY THAT PEOPLE DEAL WITH FINANCES. FINANCES ARE IMPORTANT. IT'S NOT INCIDENTAL. JESUS SAID IT'S THE LEAST, BUT IF YOU CAN'T DO THAT WHICH IS LEAST, YOU CERTAINLY AREN'T GOING TO BE ABLE TO DO THAT WHICH IS GREATEST. YOU HAVE TO START HERE. IT'S A STARTING PLACE. AND I KNOW THAT THERE'S PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM THAT THIS IS TOTALLY REVELATION TO YOU. YOU'VE NEVER LOOKED AT IT THIS WAY. YOU LOOK AT IT AS SOMETHING AS, WELL, I WOULD LIKE TO GIVE, BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? I NEED THIS. I CAN'T DO IT. I WISH I COULD. I'VE HAD PEOPLE COME TO ME BY THE THOUSANDS AND SAY, MAN, IF I EVER PROSPER, I WANT TO GIVE. I WANT TO HELP YOU. I'M GOING TO HELP YOU DO THINGS. I'VE HAD MANY PEOPLE SAY THAT. AND YET I TALKED TO THEM OR I, I'VE GONE AND LOOKED UP PEOPLE BEFORE AND LOOKED UP THEIR GIVING. AND THESE PEOPLE WHO ARE PROMISING THAT THEY'RE GOING TO GIVE ME A MILLION DOLLARS WHEN THEY COME INTO THEIR KINGDOM AND GET ALL OF THIS. I LOOK AND THEY'VE NEVER GIVEN ME A PENNY. THEY AREN'T FAITHFUL WHERE THEY ARE. AND BECAUSE OF THAT, THEY'LL NEVER, THEY'LL NEVER SEE THAT SUCCESS. I HAD ONE MAN GIVE ME A CHECK FOR A MILLION DOLLARS THAT I KEPT IN MY PETTY CASH DRAWER FOR PROBABLY 10 YEARS. IT WASN'T WORTH THE PAPER IT WAS WRITTEN ON. 
HE WANTED TO, BUT SEE, HE WASN'T FAITHFUL WHERE HE WAS. HE WASN'T GIVING WHERE HE WAS. AND YET, BUT WHEN HE CAME INTO HIS KINGDOM, WHEN HE CAME INTO HIS MONEY, THEN HE WAS GOING TO GIVE. IF YOU CAN'T GIVE RIGHT NOW WHEN YOU ARE STRUGGLING AND YOU DON'T HAVE AN ABUNDANCE, IF YOU CAN'T GIVE A DOLLAR OFF OF THAT $10 THAT YOU'VE GOT, YOU'LL NEVER GIVE A THOUSAND DOLLARS OFF OF uh, uh, $10,000. YOU'LL NEVER GIVE A MILLION DOLLARS OFF OF $10 MILLION INCOME. I CAN GUARANTEE YOU, IF YOU AREN'T FAITHFUL RIGHT WHERE YOU ARE, YOU WON'T BE FAITHFUL IN THE FUTURE. THIS IS A LITMUS TEST. IT IS A FOUNDATIONAL TRUTH THAT IF YOU WANT MATURITY, IF YOU WANT TO SEE THE POWER OF GOD MANIFEST IN YOUR LIFE, YOU NEED TO START GIVING. YOU NEED TO TRUST GOD IN THIS AREA. AND AGAIN, I KNOW THAT THERE'S PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM SAYS, OH, BUT I DO TRUST GOD. HOW DO YOU GIVE? OH, WELL, I I JUST DON'T HAVE IT TO GIVE. YOU'VE GOT IT TO GIVE. THAT'S THE REASON THE LORD DIDN'T TELL YOU TO GIVE. EVERY PERSON HAS TO GIVE $1,000 OR $10,000. NO, HE GAVE YOU A PERCENTAGE. HE TOLD YOU TO GIVE A TITHE BECAUSE IF ALL YOU'VE GOT'S A DOLLAR, YOU'VE GOT A TITHE, YOU CAN GIVE A DIME. IF YOU'VE GOT A DIME, YOU CAN GIVE A PENNY. God's, every, GOD MADE IT SO THAT EVERY PERSON CAN GIVE. AND ACTUALLY, WHEN YOU HAVE VERY LITTLE, LIKE IF ALL YOU HAVE IS A DOLLAR AND YOU NEED $50, TO FILL UP YOUR GAS TANK, DID YOU KNOW THAT THAT DOLLAR IS NOT GOING TO MAKE MUCH DIFFERENCE? IT'S ACTUALLY EASIER TO GIVE WHEN YOU HAVE VIRTUALLY NOTHING AND WHAT YOU HAVE ISN'T ENOUGH FOR YOUR NEED. WELL, IF IT'S NOT ENOUGH FOR YOUR NEED, TURN IT INTO A SEED AND SOW IT WHERE IT'LL GROW AND IT'LL MULTIPLY. IT'S ACTUALLY EASIER TO GIVE WHEN WHAT YOU'VE GOT ISN'T GOING TO MEET THE NEED ANYWAY. BUT WHEN YOU HAVE AN ABUNDANCE AND YOU'VE GOT THOUSANDS, TENS OF THOUSANDS OF DOLLARS SITTING THERE, I CAN GUARANTEE YOU, YOU'RE GOING TO HAVE A HARD TIME GIVING A TENTH OF THAT $10,000 IF YOU HAVEN'T EVER LEARNED HOW TO GIVE A DOLLAR OFF OF EVERY $10. THAT'S ABSOLUTELY TRUE. AND I HAVE SEEN THIS PLAYED OUT THOUSANDS OF TIMES. I KNOW I'M SPEAKING TO PEOPLE ALL AROUND THE WORLD THAT YOU'RE SAYING, BUT I I NEED THIS MONEY. I'M GOING TO KEEP TALKING ABOUT THIS AND EXPLAIN ABOUT WHY THE LORD DID THIS, BUT WHAT YOU NEED IS TO TRUST GOD. LACK OF FINANCES IS ACTUALLY A HEART ATTITUDE. IT'S BECAUSE YOUR HEART'S NOT RIGHT, AND I'M NOT CONDEMNING YOU. GOD'S NOT CONDEMNING YOU. HE LOVES YOU. WE'RE SHARING THESE THINGS WITH YOU, TRYING TO GET YOU TO COME UP AND PURIFY YOUR MOTIVES. YOU REALLY AREN'T TRUSTING GOD. WHEN A PERSON SAYS, I'D GIVE IF I HAD IT, YOU'VE GOT SOMETHING, BUT YOU AREN'T BEING FAITHFUL WITH WHAT YOU'VE GOT. IT'S A HARD ATTITUDE. YOU JUST START WHERE YOU ARE. AND IF YOU DON'T HAVE MUCH, GIVE WHAT YOU'VE GOT. I HEARD KENNETH COPELAND ONE TIME TALK ABOUT THAT HE WANTED TO GIVE AND HE DIDN'T HAVE A THING, AND THEY PASSED OUT ENVELOPES AND IT HAD A PENCIL IN IT. AND WHEN HE SAW THAT PENCIL, HE SAYS, I COULD GIVE THAT PENCIL. SO HE FILLED IT OUT AND PUT THE PENCIL IN THERE AND PUT IT IN THE OFFERING PLATE. AND BEFORE HE LEFT THE SERVICE, SOMEBODY HAD GIVEN HIM LIKE A $20 BILL OR SOMETHING. AND SO, MAN, HE WENT AND TOOK THE PENCIL OUT AND PUT THE $20 BILL IN. BUT THAT'S THE WAY IT STARTS. YOU GIVE WHAT YOU'VE GOT. GIVE A PENCIL. GIVE A PEN. GIVE SOMETHING. YOU START GIVING. IT NEEDS TO BE MORE THAN JUST WORDS. IF YOU ARE, IF GOD IS YOUR SOURCE AND IF YOU ARE GOING TO TRUST HIM, THEN YOU NEED TO PROVE IT WITH YOUR ACTIONS. FAITH WITHOUT WORKS IS DEAD. YOU SAY IN THE NAME OF JESUS, I'M NOT GOING BY WHAT I SEE. I GO BY WHAT THE WORD OF GOD SAYS. THERE'S MORE THAN JUST THIS PHYSICAL REALM. THERE'S ALSO A SPIRITUAL REALM. I DON'T CARE WHAT THIS LOOKS LIKE. I KNOW WHAT GOD'S WORD SAYS. I WAS TOLD THAT MY LIFE WOULD BE ONE OF PAIN, 
and isolation and that freedom wasn't even to be hoped for. I was told I was always going to be in a wheelchair. I was given three months to live before total heart failure. Hi, I'm Julianne Hartman from Los Angeles, California, and I was told that I would never recover from fibromyalgia. I was in and out of emergency rooms and spent over $300,000 searching for a cure to no avail. I was just about to give up when I discovered Andrew Womack on television. And Andrew showed me for the first time that by the stripes of Jesus, I was already healed. In a matter of weeks, I received my healing after listening to all of the teachings made available online. And today, 10 years later, I'm still walking in my healing and I'm not alone. I was healed of fibromyalgia and environmental illness. I was healed of Lyme disease. I was healed of lupus and heart failure. Because people like you partnered with Andrew Womack Ministries, we've all been given our lives back. We cannot thank you enough for your generosity, but there are still millions more out there seeking the truth that set us free. Will you help us bring this message to them? You can reach people like me who are trapped in their home and not aware of the fullness of what the gospel says that we can be free from everything the enemy tried to put on us. I would not be here if it wasn't for this ministry and I just really encourage you to become a partner today. Why wouldn't you wanna partner with Andrew Womack Ministries? Become a partner today. I agree with Raquel. Why wouldn't you wanna be a part of this ministry that is changing people's lives? You've seen just a few testimonies, but God is changing people. And you know, if you help us reach out and touch these lives, then you become a part of everything that's happening. In heaven, people are gonna come by your mansion and thank you for the way that you've invested. So become a part of Andrew Womack Ministries today. Andrew has many conferences and seminars around the globe each year. For the latest information on Andrew's complete speaking schedule, visit our website at awmi.net slash events. Andrew is offering his complete teaching on financial stewardship in your choice of either a book, CD album, or DVD album as his free gift to you today. Let me remind you once again that I'm giving this book to you as a gift, either the book or the CD set or the DVD set. Any one of these you can get absolutely free by just requesting it. We also have a DVD of testimonies of people that this teaching on prosperity has changed them and they're experiencing this. We have the book in Spanish. We also have study guides in English and in Spanish. And again, I just wanna emphasize how important it is for you to begin to start trusting God in this area. This is a key. If you can't do that which is least, you can't do that which is greatest. So please take advantage of this product. It will be a blessing to you. Go to awmi.net to order your free product today. This offer is limited to one free product per household and is only available in the US, UK, Canada, and Australia. This teaching is also available as a companion study guide for a gift of any amount when you contact us. Or you can get these valuable resources in the Financial Stewardship Package this package includes the Financial Stewardship Book, 
study guide, and your choice of either the CD or DVD album, as well as the Financial Breakthroughs DVD. This DVD includes six testimonies of people that experience the freedom of turning their finances over to God. This package has a catalog value of $115, but you can get it today for only $80. This entire series is also available for audio download absolutely free from our website. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these products. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or you can call our helpline 24 hours a day, five days a week, Monday through Friday at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today.